want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want it all. Said I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all. Cause I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. It's the best in the game. Best in the biz. About that time. And you know what it is. Coming from Brooklyn. Bringing that truth. Never gonna lie. Never gonna lose. Always on top. Keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out. And you won't be ready. He got the suplex. Breaking your back. Now everyone in the world. Gonna listen to Taz. Alright, so if you're gonna confuse me, just end it already. Just end it. Just end it already. Enough. Because I'm already starting to get confused. And I don't want to overthink when I'm supposed to be chilling, watching wrestling. Okay? What am I talking about? I'll tell you in a second. First, I want to thank you guys for downloading this episode of the Taz Show. And I am Taz. Thank you for checking out this episode. I uh, very much appreciate it. And if you're already subscribed to my content uh, and you're new to subscribing to it, thank you very much. Hopefully, I don't disappoint you too much. And if you're a, a longtime old school Jones uh, subscriber, well, I thank you and I love you. Uh, I love you a lot. Okay, how about that? And uh, I appreciate it. Uh, you're downloading the show either on radio.com, on the app of the website, or Apple uh, Podcast, uh, Stitcher Jones on the Stitcher Radio uh, gimmick, uh, the Google Play. Uh, or wherever you get your podcast, you're pulling this shit in. Uh, maybe on the Spotify too. So thank you. Uh, thanks for doing that. So yeah, uh, the brand split. You know, not, not for nothing. Like it, you know, that's what I'm talking about in the beginning here. What I said, I, I'm just confused. Right? You got you know, you got people. You know, I, that was so SmackDown people. They're moving around a lot to Raw, vice versa. You know, it's like enough for it. You don't even need the brand split. But that's not. That's just. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's just annoying. Like you know, I, I'm starting to get confused. I'm just being honest. I'm just really enough. Um, let's stay in our lane In Vince McMahon's words for Monday night <laughs> And if you're Smackdown You're Smackdown if you're Raw Raw But I guess that's not happening And that's fine it's not, I'm not dying on that hill It's not the end of the world it's just, It was just an observation Alright so <laughs> so that's the deal I'm going to handle some uh, Taz Hall Questions that I didn't get a chance To get to the last episode Of the podcast uh, These are going to be ones that were from a uh, day and a half ago or so uh, from Facebook, from uh, at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So I will, uh, th- there's a bunch that were left on the table. I need to handle, handle those, and I will handle those. And I am a man of my word, and we're going to call that Circle Back Jones. Yes, yeah, Circle Back City Jones. That's what we're doing. So I'll handle that in a little bit. I wanted to give a little bit of, um, but first on this end of the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the big news, what we saw on Raw with Vince McMahon. Uh, coming out at the end of the night with Charlotte and all that jazz and pulling Becky Lynch out of the main event for WrestleMania out of the big match for WrestleMania against Ronda Rousey. And now uh, Charlotte Flair is injected into that match. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think it's very safe to say, I mean, unless I'm missing something, which, you know, if someone figured this out beforehand, God bless them. Or if someone stooged it off and ratted it out, God bless them too. I did. I'm, I'm being honest. I did not see this coming. Um, I did not. I mean, I, I, you know, I had no problem at all with the thread of Raw, you know, and the top of Raw. What they did with Stephanie and Triple H, more or less, saying to uh, you know, saying to Becky Lynch, "Hey, let's let bygones be bygones." Even though we're last week, uh, <laughs> even though you slap one of us and punch one of us, we'll move on here. Just you just got to apologize and. So they went that route where that was the thread of the show And a bunch of different talent were approaching Becky throughout the show 
um, basically, you know, giving their opinions if she should apologize or not. You know, including Ronda Rousey, which is like, you know, you should apologize. The same narrative she's had where it's like, don't don't act like you're bigger than the business. You know, this is huge for I'm paraphrasing. This is huge for the women's revolution. You and I, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, all this shit. And it's good. I mean, that's fine. And and even had um, Alexa Bliss and heel form say, uh, don't apologize. You know, like don't push it. And then Becky calling her out. Well, you want my spot? I get it. Yada yada. So I I like all that. I think that was cool. I'm not. I'm really. That's just. I'm not gonna spend a long time talking about that. But I thought that was cool. Um. So let's say you're somebody who invest, you know, from 8 p.m. Eastern to 11.05 p.m. Eastern, um, you know, a three-hour journey on that Monday, and you want to see what Becky says, and then you see what Becky says. Basically, if you apologize, you know, uh, Stephanie and Hunter said, if you apologize, you know, then everything's copacetic, everything's cool because you're cleared. Your doctor said you're cleared. All doctors looked, and I'm not going to get into all that either, but she's she's medically cleared. This is all storyline, right? So all you gotta do now is apologize because you laid hands on us. So fast forward to the end of the night, you know, Becky does apologize, right? In the ring. And it was like, okay, and then they had Rhonda come out, and which was smart, okay, because you want Rhonda and Becky in the ring when you shoot the angle and you make the announcement where Vince McMahon shocks everyone from the stage, comes out with Charlotte from the stage and says, hey. Guess what, Becky, you think you're bigger than WWE Well, you're not And the line of the night, I gotta say, was great Where he said to her, you're not the man, I'm the man That was money, okay, that was legit And he's, that's the truth So, um, but but anyway, I, I thought that was cute That was funny, but <clears throat> um, I, You know, it's Okay, so basically what happened As you guys know, I'm stammering because I'm trying to I don't want to get too far ahead Because I have a lot of opinions about this Okay, so then basically, obviously, I'm saying this, I'm kind of doing a quick recap because if you didn't see it, I mean, so basically then Vince says to Becky, you're suspended for 60 days. And he also makes sure he explains that the suspension is lifted basically five days after this WrestleMania that's coming up. So I thought that was very interesting because my first thought was, okay, they're going to go three-way dance Jones. They're going to do like a... You know, a triple threat or whatever, you know, and that's where they're going to go here with Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, Becky and Charlotte. I know they still can do that, but now you got to, there's a, <laughs> if you're going to do that, now you got to basically either Stephanie or Hunter has to kind of, they can't trump Vince, you know, because he basically said, I don't care if you apologize to those two, but I'm telling you how this is, Becky, you're out. You know, you're suspended. So now, and it's all storyline, right? So now, what are you going to do? Right now, these are rhetorical questions, right? So, what are you gonna do? You know, you're gonna have Hunter, uh, Trump, Vince. You're gonna have Stephanie, Trump, Vince. You know, you can't do that. You know, you're gonna have Vince go back and say, you know what? I I, I jumped a gun. I shouldn't have said that. Um, you know, we'll make it a triple threat or whatever. We'll 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 make it less than make make it less than sixty days. And but you're you're not allowed at WrestleMania. But somehow she, I don't know, finagles. I'm just spitballing. I mean. Here's the biggest problem, right? I'm going through all this with you guys and giving different really not great scenarios because there's really not great scenarios when you book yourself in the corner of saying 60 days. And by the way, if you now have a calendar handy, this is kind of the overview of what Vince said, that's five days. I think he said five days. I'm not looking to count on this. Five days after 
you know, this current WrestleMania. So he made sure, Vince made sure to say that, to hit that line, okay? Now you, I, I got to be honest, you almost have to do what you're saying you're going to do, you know? And you can't even do a gimmick where, okay, fine, you do this. Charlotte replaces Becky at Mania. Charlotte goes into Mania, beats Ronda. The people will be happy. Charlotte gets the, the, the Raw Women's title. And then the next night on Raw, even though Becky's not on Raw, part of Raw, but neither is Charlotte. So, but now on Raw, you do a gimmick and you have them work with each other and for the title. And then you give the championship on Raw. You have a win to Becky Lynch over Charlotte. A couple of things with that. First of all, you can't do that because the fucking five day thing. Okay. So you can't, you know, 60 days. So you can't even do that. Because usually, and the reason why I brought the Raw up, the Raw up. After Mania, that's usually the you know just a gigantically highly viewed Monday Night Raw. So history shows. So you know a lot of eyes, even more eyes, are going to see that. A lot of casual fancy that they maybe didn't watch WrestleMania and like, oh, I heard all the buzz about it on Monday afternoon or morning. Let me check out this Monday Night Raw thing. See what's going on. So that's usually a big deal. Can't do that. They can't do it now, Becky, unless. They renege and go back on some of their booking here You know, I'm going to be blunt I don't know what they're going to do here And I, I don't know if they know what they're going to do here <laughs> I think they're just I don't know I, You know, I, I'm not Quite sure firmly on why they I'm just being honest, being transparent Why they did what they did Um, I, They didn't have to do what they did They didn't have to, you know they didn't have to do that. I, I, this is the part that like is interesting. Okay, and I'm going to mention AEW, right? So new promotion, right? With with uh, all elite wrestling, it's Cody Rhodes, as you guys know, and and most of you guys know, and and the Young Bucks and stuff like that, and Kenny Omega's with them, and Chris Jericho, and and all, and and it looks like they're going to do some really awesome stuff. You got some really smart people involved. You got a lot of money behind you in the cons. Who own the Jacksonville Jaguars So uh, they seem all in uh, No pun intended for wrestling Okay so a lot of you folks On Taz Halls have been asking me I uh, see on, on, on social media I get it all the time um, Almost similar to you know, Kind of overview questions Of I well uh, Are they AEW a threat for WWE Is ADW, AEW Going to you know hurt WWE, all this type of stuff Are you going to AEW? That's a different st- topic I hear that uh, Why aren't you going to AEW? Are you going to be there? Should you, Are you going to be the commentator? Are you going to be, uh, That's a whole other topic, right? But that's, I don't want to get into that So here's the thing I, I don't, and I'm bringing this up While I talk about the, the WrestleMania change For a reason I, I'm bringing up AEW for a reason I don't, and I've, I think I've said it before Out here on the pod I don't believe at all My firm opinion Okay, it's it's that AEW is a threat to WWE at all. Okay, I think it's a, a kind of, and it's no disrespect to AEW at all. I'm, I don't mean it that way, but it's it's kind of a little bit of a, um, I don't want to say outlandish statement. That's an overstatement. I, I, it's kind of a a little bit. It's a little bit of a stretch or wishful thinking for a lot of the hardcore fans that a promotion that's just brand new. That hasn't even announced a TV deal yet 
you know, that that I know they sold out their big event in Vegas in, in four minutes or 20 minutes, whatever the hell it was, in record time. Congrats to them. I think that's awesome. It's fucking great, right? I mean, and and you know, I I I know all that, and I I know they got a pretty solid card. They got they're gonna put out there. I got it, and it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be great. It really is. AW that event's gonna be great. Okay, that's one show, right? So they gotta get their sea legs under them. They gotta. I'm sure they're working on getting more tape dates and towns and. Obviously, the big deal is get some kind of a TV deal or streaming deal online where there's a cash flow coming in, where it's not just the cons spending money, because that's not what big time wealthy people like the cons like to do. They like to spend other people's money. Okay. So, um, again, why am I bringing all this shit up when I'm talking about Vince McMahon and WrestleMania and Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey? I don't feel AEW. This is where I don't want to. I'm. Try my best not to come off like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth Because that's not my intention or my gut or my feeling or nothing I don't feel AEW is a threat for WWE But for the faithful faithful WWE fan and the hardcore wrestling fan That is looking forward to seeing this new man character This Becky Lynch character Topple and beat and conquer in a main event at WrestleMania Which is epic for women and take out and destroy and beat or whatever, you know, Ronda Rousey. And now you're taking that from them. And even the casual fan who loves Ronda Rousey, I'm sorry, who loves uh, Becky Lynch uh, because of the character she's portraying and, and how good she's doing and how WWE's been good booking her. I mean, they have been. They have been uh, until, like, what's happening here. So my point is, why would you, if you're WWE, do anything at this time to veer anyone away from your product when there's a new startup that's got a lot of money behind them and it's got some pretty good brain power behind them and it's got some motivation behind them. You know, I know how WWE works. I know how Vince thinks. I know how these guys think and I respect how they think. They don't sweat nobody because they hadn't had to sweat anybody in a long time. You know, and I remember when I was in TNA when I first went over there, and there was a lot of buzz about TNA, and we were doing live stuff and Mondays, and, and it, WWE didn't sweat shit. <laughs> so, and I know when I worked in WWE, there was no there was no sweating ever. You know, I mean, like I never felt sore. I mean, like ever. Um, and I respect that that machismo. I do. I respect that. I do. But. I'm not saying that your bulk fan base is going to go and leave you WWE and go to AEW or, or just leave you and just not care about you anymore and care about AEW. But why why would you do something like this to really piss off a lot of people, I, I you know, that are dedicated wrestling fans that spend money on all different types of wrestling, including WWE? Like, I don't, I don't, to me, it's I, what I, if you got to somehow, some way, get Becky Lynch in this match, and you got to get the title on her. So now, if you put her in the match, and you get the title on her, and you're putting Charlotte in the match because you feel it's a better match because Charlotte and Becky's history, because they're true pros in the ring, where Ronda is, you know, still in my opinion, green. Um, so you are confident to have Charlotte and Becky in there. What Ronda to give you a potential, you know, top star match? 
then fine. I'm not going to throw a flag on that. I have no problem if that's the reason why you're putting Becky in it. But you booked yourself in a corner with the 60-day thing. I don't understand. And, again, rhetorically, I don't need anyone you know, coming at me telling me why they're doing it because you might have an idea. But any idea, just like my idea, could be just completely blown up what they did creatively at the close of Raw. And what I mean by that is Vince either has to change his mind or someone has to trump him in, in character and storyline. And I don't know how you do that. He's the he's Vince McMahon. He's the grand, high, exotic, mystic ruler <laughs> in the company. No one can trump him. <laughs> so only one that can trump Vince is Vince. So, you know, and that's how it should be. But so to me, back to the AEW thing, I don't I don't understand why. And I'm not sitting here laying in bed like you know, or sitting here like you know, pondering like, oh my god, what are they going to do? I don't, I don't, I'm not panicking. I don't, I don't work for neither company. It don't matter to me. I'm just talking about fans that are really passionate about wrestling and that really love WWE and that we're really looking forward to seeing Ronda and Becky, and that a lot of people I think feel because you know. She's getting a lot of anger and hate Charlotte Flair is on Twitter And for a while people feel like she's oversaturated And overbooked and all that I personally don't, I like her I think she's just, she's. I think she's great And and let her be more of a heel And that's what they're doing with her Like even more and more Like on Smackdown she's, She basically said I'm, I'm dedicating my Wrestlemania match To you Becky Lynch I mean I, that's money, that's great You know and, and, and you know we're seeing You know Becky and others and uh, they're on social media, you know, in character with heat and tweeting stuff with heat. And, you know, uh, and I think some of that's getting a little played out, a little oversaturated because it feels like a work. I mean, a lot of it. And you know, it's a work. So it's like, uh, you know, I mean, what is this? You know, you're going to just work me now in the tweets, too. I mean, and that's just what I said a long time ago on the Taz show here. Like, that's something they got to be careful when you start shooting too many angles on Twitter. You're the boy who cried wolf. Um, and about Paul Ruby Riot, this poor girl. Okay, <laughs> she's completely overlooked, completely overlooked, and I, I, which to me, like that could be, I, you know, this is going to sound extremely outlandish, um, uh, you know, they can go completely throw people off, and Ruby Riot, Ruby Riot is completely like being more or less ignored for the most part, most part here, and. She's fixing to wrestle uh, on Sunday in the gimmick in the gimmick uh, pay per view, you know, and it's like what she's supposed to wrestle Ronda, and nobody like nobody believes that she. Nobody even thinks about if she can beat or you know whatever uh, Ronda. I'm just saying, like it just doesn't. Uh, you got her going to the chamber uh, pay per view, elimination chamber. I call it the gimmick pay per view because it's the biggest gimmick. You know, it's the. <laughs> You got to fucking, it's, when you're next to that chamber, dude, yo, I've been, ne- I never wrestled and I've talked about the chamber. That thing is like no joke, you know, so it's fucking biggest gimmick. So I called the gimmick pay-per-view. But you, so you got, you got a, you got a deal where Ruby Riot is going to face Ronda uh, for the woman's title, the Raw woman's title, and no one cares or believes in it. No one is saying nothing about it. The, 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 the cell I saw it recently, not the sell, like the sell, uh, S-E-L-L. The sell for the pay-per-view, um, for the limited exchange on the Sunday, 
I, I saw the picture I was on the WWE website earlier. You know, it's Kofi, who they're trying to amp up because he's replacing Ali, which is good, and he had a great night on SmackDown. He's a stud, and I love him. Uh, Samoa Joe, AJ, I think it was, Jeff Hardy, Daniel Bryan in the middle, um, Randy Orton. I mean, so I, I'm starting to think you don't even have Ruby Riot and Ronda Rousey on that um, – um, like as far as the main self of that thing, I understand that those five cats I mentioned will be, you know, in the elimination chamber, uh, to challenge Brian, right? In, in the gimmick, right? I got that. I understand that. I, I, you know, I'm thinking there's a way there could be a possibility, and I know this might sound like a complete fucking stretch or insanity. And if anybody else has had this thought, I haven't seen it. You know me, I don't pay attention to nobody else's shit. I don't listen to nobody's stuff. I don't want. Dude, <laughs> well, they can't even do that. I'm thinking out loud. I was going to say, if you have Ruby Riot win and beat Ronda Rousey at Elimination Chamber, there's no one's expecting it. And then you have Ronda versus Becky in the main event of WrestleMania. There's no title on the line, but she's suspended for 60 days. And then you have Ronda versus, I'm sorry, you have Charlotte versus Ruby Riot. Uh, at WrestleMania, <clears throat> so you give Charlotte the shot you said you were going to give, but uh, no, nah, they, they, because of this again, back to the sixty days, five days you're not working. I mean, you, you can't work on a pay per view for five days after. So, I mean, you're allowed to come back, I should say, to work after that. So once Vince says that, it's like, but again, back to Ruby Riot. Like, think about this, man. She is just like completely ignored. The girl's going on Twitter again. I, I know she's she's not shooting on Twitter, but still. She's in character or whatever They're approving her tweets or whatever they're doing Where she's like Hello I'm over here what about me Hello I'm wrestling you Rhonda. you know everybody else is talking About you know I saw Rhonda tweeted You know uh, this is what's best for business No like uh, uh, about what Happened with Vince McMahon did what he did he goes this Isn't what's in demand I have no Idea what the hell this is Vince McMahon doesn't Even believe in his own girl Miss Charlotte um, If he didn't uh, uh, Basically just saying that She's upset about like what's going on here, and she's saying, um, "Let me pull it up here so I can just give quote it to you the right way." If he didn't marry us, if he didn't make us the main event at Survivor Series, he's sure as hell not making us the main event of WrestleMania. He's talking about Charlotte. She's talking about Charlotte, meaning Ronda. Uh, the women's revolution it was robbed uh, tonight. I, you know, this this was on you know right after Raw. Um, you know, so and now Ruby Riot. <laughs> She she responds and she has the right thing. She goes, Who cares about what's best for business or what these people want? You're so focused on giving the women's revolution what they deserve uh that you're not even looking at elimination chamber. So I'll gladly take your title and and, and then main event in WrestleMania, whether you like it or not. Look, I mean, I, I hey, you know what? Good for this girl. I mean, I, hopefully they have a win or whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying, like. She's really just she's in a horrible spot. You're you're doing nothing for Ruby Wright, who's a super ultra talented girl with a great look, who looks like a star, works like a star, um, and you're really just not helping her at all. By the way, all these like opinions I'm giving you and hard ass Jones and kind of just you know, critiquing WWE, you know, Hall of Fame's in Brooklyn. This is uh, the month or last month where they pick the people. And here I am. Shoot Jones. Uh, That's called an idiot.
as they call that. That's what I do. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm having a little tightness in my esophagus again. Oh, jeez. It's time for some water. Hang on. Oh, excuse me. Oof. It's a big jug. Hang on. All right, yeah. All right, so there you go. So there you go. All right, so the jug's just like using a bigger jug. Hang on a second. I'm going to fill it up. Okay, there we go. We got it filled. Okay, good. Basically taking a bath. Okay, so anyway. um, <laughs> So it's... Kind of like what's going on is just it's it's a little it's it's a lot wacky like it's a lot wacky here and I, I gotta kind of call it out how I see it on this thing here and it's just I would want to think that Vince and Steph and Hunter and their crew their writing creative crew they obviously know more than what we know okay because they're dialed into it they're creating it that's why it's called creative they're creating it and it's a work so we could predict it i could predict what i think you can you can if you're a writer you can write something if you have a podcast you could say something just like i could say something uh you might have an inside sauce if you're one of these dirt sheet guys or whoever that stooges shit off to you that could be too maybe that's accurate maybe it's not Maybe this is the, you know, this is a massive show. Obviously, it's WrestleMania, and it's a massive angle. And maybe if you are one of those people who stooge things off, you got to be careful you're not getting set up <laughs> where the company's making people hear certain things, and next thing you know, it's not what's going to go on, then you look like a jabroni. I've seen that happen. Um, so, you know, it, it, you got to really, if I'm – WWE right now and if it is what it is that we're fixing to see where it's Charlotte 101 against Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Okay, let's back up. You're going to go into the elimination chamber and and Ruby loses to Ronda Ronda successfully defends her title and then she goes on to Mania and faces Charlotte and then you know, you have your main event and Becky truly is you know, not in character. She is suspended for 60 days. Um, if that's true and you're going to go that route, which my gut tells me that's not going to happen. There is something they're going to do. They're not going to, you know, utilize Becky for 60 days. That's the first fucking thing. Okay. Cause she's over like Rover and she's, she's top of the heap and you're not going to use. So they're, they're keeping that disgruntled against the machine type of, Mentality and feel and vibe That Becky has So I get the suspension I get why you have a slap and hit You know Stephanie and Hunter um, You know she's injured she's, she's, she's thick headed She don't want to get checked out She's tougher than nails I got it I got it I understand it I've seen this movie before I've lived this movie Right that particular kind of story So I get it and I like it And I respect it But if this is what you're going to give At Mania and let's say, you know, they're not bullshitting around. They're going to go and just have Charlotte versus Becky. I'm sorry, Charlotte versus uh, Ronda. Um, if I'm AEW right now, I am happy as hell, man. Happy as hell. Because just this scuttlebutt, just what they did on, you know, on Raw, 
helps. It just helps the scuttlebutt, the buzz of AEW. It does. And AEW, and again, just being blunt, like, let's be frank. Let's call it what it is. You know, it's they, they've done a, a rally or two, and 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 they're selling a lot of T-shirts, and they're signing guys here and there, um, and they're signing some talented people, and there's a couple of people, that, there's several talents that have, uh, e, you know, EVP or EP uh, uh, titles with their name, uh, and I'll I have opinions on that down the road. I'll get into that, but I uh, and right now it's kind of to me it's like. It's on idle right now, just waiting, just the cars just running, the AW cars running. Let's see. Uh, I and I I know they're gonna hit the finish line at 150 miles an hour um, at their first show. That's gonna be great. But let's. I'm hoping that they announce a TV deal soon, or a streaming online streaming service contract soon, or you know a string of live events for the talent to make more money. I'm I'm, I'm hoping this all happens. I really am. I'm hopeful. Um, you know, it's just. It's um right right now, if you're AW, you're in a great position because you could sit back, you already sold out your event, and you could just try and do business behind the scenes, work on stuff. While WWE, if they're gonna give us what they're acting like they're gonna give us, they're really, really pissing off their fan base. And I in my heart of hearts, in my gut, I gotta believe that Vince McMahon. And everyone there from Hunter and Steph and, the, and every, all these folks there, they're very smart, talented people. And they know that the fans do not like Ronda Rousey. And they know the fans, okay, they don't like Charlotte in more of a heel way, but they don't like Ronda because I don't think they respect how fast this has worked for her and the lack of dues paid in the business. Well, you can't say that about Charlotte. You can't say that about Becky. You can't say that basically about none of the girls there. So, except for Ronda. And I think even the casual fan gets that, you know, just because of the hype and success and the, the, the greatness that Ronda Rousey brought from MMA and UFC. People know who she is. She's a star. And so I'm not knocking her. I'm just, and I've talked about her in the same vein all the time. Um, you know, she's just not really respected in this industry. Uh, from what you could tell by fans So you're going to give a main event Where they don't like both ladies That's going to be a main event at Mania Ah, come on uh, Vince is smarter than that, you know I am really intrigued To see how they get out of this 60 day gimmick I'm really, really intrigued And because And I there's got to be Something <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what it is I'm not going to bullshit you out here I, And I don't bullshit you guys ever There's got to be something There's got to be some kind of a hook There's got to be something To get them out of this thing And make it somehow, some way A three-way uh, A three-way dance, you know, triple threat At Mania uh, and, and like I said, my scenario, Ruby Riot Even if you have Ruby Riot You know, even if she um, uh, Even if she um, uh, wins And shocks the world on Sunday and 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 beats uh, Ronda for the title, and then you do Ronda versus Becky for no belt. Well, it's obviously less intriguing with no championship, and not only that, you can't because she's suspended for sixty days. So it's like it goes goes back to that. So it's going to be interesting to see how how they, they. And I think Monday will tell us a lot more on Raw, in my opinion, unless they do something on social media. But I don't think they will. 
I think they'll go uh, and do that on Monday. Um, and something real quick I want to mention, too, um, before we go into break and get I'm going to talk something else on Raw, and, and then we'll go and I'll handle the Taz Hall questions that are on Facebook. Because um, there is something I just might have think something on Raw that I, I wanted to basically bring up real quick here before I go into break. I have to say, I was, uh, I'm was i happy for the guys. I was, I was surprised to see what happened with the tag team titles. Um, where we saw basically the revival, you know, get those championships. Um, it, you know, it, it, it was very, uh, I was very surprised. Um, a while back when they were in NXT, I felt like they would not flourish because of their look on the main roster. And I was wrong. So I wanted to correct myself on that. And I don't know, it was a few years ago I said that on the Taz show. And they defeated Bobby Roode and Chad Gable to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. So, uh, on Monday. So, congrats to those guys. I was wrong as far as the big, big push Jones. And they got it. So, uh, Bobby Roode, I feel for you, brother. You got to figure something out. Get back to that singles rank and get get them to make you glorious again. Because, brother, you are glorious. You got to just let them let you show it. All right. Be right back with some tassel. Well, back here. So I'm gonna get into the dealio here with the Taz Hall. It's from Facebook. These are, there's a lot of good questions on there. So I'm gonna tackle some of some bitches right now here, as uh, we uh, kick ass, take names, and do what we do here on the Taz Show, bitches. So that's how this goes. Okay, kids. So uh, here we have it. All right. So we'll get right into it. Um, again, this is here on the uh, on the deal on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com/slash/TheTazShow. Hey, Taz. This is from Dean Smith, by the way. Uh, hi, Taz. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to ask these questions. Do you feel like the control over what you were saying at the announce desk in TNA was less than WWE or more? Also, who was the main voice in your ear at TNA? Can't imagine being Dixie. Thanks again. No, it was never Dixie. <laughs> that was great. Uh, no, it was never Dixie Carter. No, she never. I don't think once uh, was ever on headsets with me or Mike today. Like, never. Um, no, as the front end of your question, <clears throat> the, um, the level of, uh, I don't want to have the nice way to say it, but the, yeah, there was no micromanaging in TNA. You had your creativity, you used it as a commentator and it was refreshing. Um, so yeah, no, WWE, there was a lot more, it was a lot more chatter in your ear for sure. Uh, bigger production also. But it, it's it's yeah, there was a lot more in your ear. TNA not 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 as much, and nowhere near as much. The main voice that I would hear uh, that would talk to me and Mike Tanay uh, was when he was there writing it was Vince Russo. So, and it, it was never really. He would just give us a storyline thing here or there, or direction maybe they're going with someone that maybe we missed something in a meeting or something. Um, it was fine. He he understood not to overproduce and stuff like that, and he really didn't. He was great. He was he never had a problem at all uh, with the way Russo uh, did that. But it was it wasn't even all the time. You know, he was so busy back there too. So, um, you know, I'm trying to think if anybody else, even when Eric Bischoff was there. In the power role Nah, he really never I mean, I don't know, maybe once or twice But he was never nothing Like a lot, nothing that sticks out Um, 
Is there anybody I'm missing? I don't think so. Yeah, no, that that not that I could think of. John Gabark once. Oh yeah, John Gabark once in a while, but it was never like go this way, say this again. It was more overview stuff. So yeah, John Gabark a little bit, but no, nothing at all. But good question, Dean. Thanks. Um, what else we got here? Let's see, Corey uh, Corey Gravit on Facebook. First time, long time. Uh, not really a question, but. Man, you and Tanae are my were my favorite team, hands down. Had amazing chemistry, and I used to die laughing every time you guys would say wheelhouse a thousand times in one night only pay per view specials. <laughs> Thanks for the free lunch. Hashtag we over. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. No, the wheelhouse gimmick was a gimmick. Yeah, it was. We just had you know it was all sarcasm. Um, but anyway, you know, Mike was the best. I mean, I loved working with Mike. We had so much fun. I really had a blast. I miss just hanging with Mike. I, you guys heard me gush about Mike so much. I consider him a great friend still. I love him. Um, really, uh, I do. I think he's just great, just a great, great guy. Um, I hope somehow, some way, he ends up doing something again in the business somewhere uh, behind the scenes or on camera. He's got so much fucking knowledge. You guys have no idea. I mean, AEW, pick up the phone if you haven't already and call him to do something with you. Um, uh, you know, WWE, call him to do something with you. I know that his name was thrown around a little bit. I've heard Scuttlebutt, like a lot of you guys might have had a while back. He is just underratedly uh, smart, and he's at a, kind of out of the business, but I think he watches from afar. Um but yeah, I appreciate you you saying that stuff and uh, uh Corey, thank you. But yeah, I, we had a lot of fun. We definitely um definitely for sure. So uh and you know, uh, it, it was good. We 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 had a blast. Um <clears throat> where else are we here? <laughs> okay, Taz uh, Taz Babu, okay? There you go. I might have butchered that. Uh Taker always says if MMA was as big as today in the 80s, he wouldn't have been a pro wrestler. With your style, would you have would you have been an MMA fighter, or would you still have chosen pro wrestling? Now, I would have chose pro wrestling, um, and MMA started to really crank up while I was in my prime. And and there was I've talked about this a long time ago. We had chances with ECW where I was going to go into a full you know scenario in Japan and work something out. And Paul Heyman was involved with booking it, where I was going to be fighting there, and and it was it. You know, it, it was a tricky thing, and and I think we did the right thing not doing it. Not, not you know, I just I the reason why I say I would have chosen pro wrestling is just because longevity and making money. I mean, it's just you know the fight game's awesome. You know, it's great. It's great. You're if you win, you're a fucking killer. If you lose, all right, well you're not you don't look at it as a killer, but you still respect it. You know, um, it's a tough tough thing. It's a shoot, but to me, it's about. Pro, it's about making money pro wrestling's business it's it's making you can make money <laughs> and you make money over time and you have longevity and you you know it's for me i've been blessed being in the ring work work for so many years then segueing into the announce desk and make money there i mean i've been very very fortunate if i was in mma that wouldn't happen no no i'm totally shit man very very happy uh <laughs> i i done exactly what i needed to do you know what i mean uh, Definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, but good question. You know, I, I appreciate it. Um, anyway, uh, Sean Gurry, Gerber, Gerber, uh, do you see Vince figuring out the problem they're having with poor ratings and disgruntled wrestlers before a bunch of people go to AEW? 
again, there's the AW thing again. I, I you know, it, it's, it's not just about AW, and it's like I don't think AW is just handing out big contracts to every guy or girl like gets in front of them. That they're, they're not doing that. You've heard the splashes, and it's like it's kind of settling down here and there. And I don't think everyone's getting those same deals as far as insurance, health insurance, and stuff. I don't. Think that's the way it's working. I, I think that's going to people have the e, EVP or EP t- titles ahead of them, and you know what I mean. And that's why they have those titles, you know. So I don't, I'm just saying. I think some people need to just. And again, if that sounds like me dissing AW, then so be it. But I'm not. I'm just being honest. Uh, as far as Vince McMahon, he's been dealing with this as, as for, for decades in being the head uh, owner of WWE with. <clears throat> Good ratings, bad ratings. At times, wrestles being disgruntled. This happens all the time. There, there, I truly believe. I truly believe. There's nothing that can go on that for Vince McMahon with this business that he hasn't seen or dealt with before. Nothing. There really is nothing. So yeah, I don't think. He, I think he'll be fine <laughs> uh, at his age and what he's going to leave to his family. Uh, that company is in tremendous position to to keep flourishing, making money. Unless their stock, you know, pumbled. Uh, uh, and dropped to, to immense portions Maybe it did, I don't follow the stock uh, market But I, I didn't hear that But I think it's fine And, and, and You know they, they, with the amount of TV penetration and, and the power of their WWE network The WWE, Sean Okay, if they have talent leaving left and right They're not going to sweat it, dude <laughs> They're not I mean, they're, they're not They're just going to they just the machine keeps rolling, brother. Trust me. <laughs> when you're in that machine, you know they just make new stars. That's it. They do. <laughs> and they know how. I promise you that. You know, Dean Ambrose is a big star, and it looks like he's that's a shoot. What's going on? Like he's probably gonna be out. They got a win now on Raw, I think it was against EC3 with a small package. I think that was good. Give him a little win, but it wasn't like a strong win with his finish. It's just to kind of make him a little bit. Um I don't know. I'm just saying, like they they're gonna keep churning out talent, dude. It's just the way it goes. Um, it, it is just the way it goes. Seriously, you know I mean, so I wouldn't worry uh, about that. Um, anyway, Matt Towson on here on the Facebook. Much love, brother. In your opinion, what missteps does AEW have to avoid to prevent them burning out as a company like WCW or TNA? That's a good question. Um, first off. As far as the burning out, think about Matt. What you just said with those two companies; those companies were around for a long time. I don't remember. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but TNA is still rolling in some degree. It's not the same TNA. We know that, but I know what you mean about the burnout and with the WCW thing. But if you remember WCW, they were kicking Vince's ass on Monday Night Wars. They were they were doing well. So, um. But to, to the crops of your question, I'm, I'm going off the crops of your question, but the crops of your question, what missteps does AEW have to avoid? Well, I, I, I know my opinion on that. I, what my, I know my answer. Um, I, I don't, I'm hedging because I don't want to, they don't pay me to give them advice. So I don't, I don't want to give them, and I don't need to give consultant advice to them or anybody else. I do enough of that shit out here. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I, I do know a few of the missteps In my opinion I could be wrong on it That I would avoid if I was them I got about six right now I could spit out to you um, But I, You know I'm Like I said I I get zero consulting money From all of these promotions um, 
And that's why a couple of them I don't talk about much anymore Because I was basically given I wasn't, I, I'm a businessman I want to give you guys the best show I can give you And you're, the show you get from me is fucking free all the time So you don't have subscriptions and tiers and all this stuff to, You don't do that with me, okay? And I, I, you know, I don't I'm not looking to give I don't want to go on a tangent here Off on a tangent But I, I don't want to get too deep in it, Matt I remember your name I remember reading your name on Facebook Live When I was live every day I don't know if you've called the show or not But I appreciate you being a you know big time supporter of my content I'm sorry I can't give you a firm answer on that um, I'm just not, you know I, I think I made my point, you know what I mean, bro So, But I do appreciate you uh, so, but you know, thank you. Um, you know, I feel bad. I feel bad not to, you know, not to give like a real answer, but you know, Jag Sanant Sansi, uh, hi Taz, do you have any beef with Vince Russo? Uh, and would you ever go on his podcast? I have no beef with Vince Russo. I have no interest in going to anybody's podcast. I don't have to because I have a very successful platform, two of them on my own. So I don't need to go on anybody else's show. Once in a blue moon, I go on a different podcast. It's rare. But not often um, So no I have no beef with him So uh, none whatsoever um, uh, So you know but I, I get it I understand the question but uh, anyway uh, What else we got let's see Because they handed me uh, Brian handed me The gimmick here so uh, here we go um, Where we go Oh it's nice when your screen Goes black hold on a second Oh man might be a perfect time just a little lighting issue Hold on Oh yeah You're trying to work me Not so quick I'll take a water break As the technical team fixes it You don't know about them The technical team Oh yeah Hang on Let me get them some water Hang on there Ha ha Okay all right, guys, enough. Got it. We got it. We understand. Okay. We're good now. We're good. Jesus. Pardon me. All right, here we go. Uh, Stephen Fenton. Jerry Lawler recently said he did very little prep as JR was so well prepared. Uh, he didn't have to, meaning uh, JR, uh, Jerry Lawler saying he didn't have to do as much prep because JR was so prepared. How, uh, and about how long did you prep, your prep take as an announcer? Very good question. That's true what Lawler said I've witnessed it I know he did like very minimal prep um, JR was definitely always really over prepared As was Michael Cole As was Joey Styles As was Mike Tanay Notice the pattern The real awesome play-by-play guys Are always over prepared um, I did not do as much prep work As Joey Styles or Michael Cole or Mike Tanay I did not um, uh, I didn't have to because Not because they did it It's because my job was to react More than to You know Set tables Those guys are setting tables It's actually a lot harder job In my opinion um, But I did a good amount of prep Before every show I probably did about an hour Worth of prep uh, Maybe 45 minutes to an hour Michael Cole would sit there For about two, three hours You know and grind Maybe three and a half hours At times A lot of my prep was I'd talk to I'd just go up and um, You know talk to a lot of the talent You know during the day and see what they were thinking And what kind of, you know If there was a new move they were going to try If they were trying to get a, a move over a certain move a certain way That type thing, you know um, You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I would do I would I would just do that kind of stuff And any things that I had to do with ins and outs On graphics or any sponsored billboards As we call them, like reads um, You know, 
uh, that type of thing. All right, see, uh, Carlos Xavier Ortiz, uh, do you remember the exact moment you wanted to leave TNA? Yeah, the moment my checks stopped fucking working. Uh, well, anyway, was there any hesitation, or did or or did you had your your mind made up? Oh no, I appreciate the question, Carlos. Uh, no, no, I there was very minimal hesitation, a little bit. Because I wanted to give them another chance to get my money right And and I went into this a while back and talked a lot about it And I did a podcast dedicated to this a few years, several years ago um, And then it was the timing worked out great Because I was just starting the human podcast machine You know, with CBS Radio, so which became the Taz Show So, the, you know, I, I knew that And that's going to sound cocky And I don't mean it to be because it's not my goal to sound this comment to be sound cocky, but I, I knew that this, you know, the podcast was going to be successful right away. And I, and, and I knew that the company here that I, I'm so blessed to work for, you know, liked me a lot and liked what I was doing and my work ethic, you know, so I was confident in that and no, but back to TNA, no, the way it was being handled and the money, I was, t- I was tired of my shit being late and I was tired of all that. They got pissed off at me, you know, when that, when they, couldn't come to terms with Samoa Joe and and they made they they made an announcement about that. I I went on Twitter and I was pissed and I supported Samoa Joe and I basically I don't remember what I said but I was like fuck this is not right. They got really mad at me like really mad and I and I and I was like well I you know I hear you I, I mean I was I was not happy that I'm not happy I don't remember word this. Not that I was upset that they were mad at me. I wasn't an asshole. I wasn't like, well, I don't give a fuck if you're mad at me. It wasn't like that. I just, I was more about, it was more about Samoa Joe. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what, what? This guy's, you got a lot of time, money invested in him, and he's tremendous. He's great. What the fuck are you doing here? And that was kind of, along with the money and the way they acted about that, that kind of set everything off, you know? Um, that was a, a part of it. So, you know. But no, there was like very tiny little minimal, minimal, uh, um, you know, hesitation. You know what I mean? Like to, to, as far as leaving, I, I, you know, can't I can't allow that to happen. I can't allow someone not to pay me. Um, I can't. You know, and you shouldn't either. Anybody, guy or girl, that listen, you, you do a job for somebody, whatever it is, you got to get paid. It's that simple. So, and I had a contract. I can't have my contract. You know. Messed with it's not right You know so you know, I know they, were, they had cash flow problem Then it's a whole different organization now And I don't know any people I don't not involved With TNA one bit and I'm good that's Fine um, so uh, But good luck to them whatever they're doing you know so I have no ill will towards anyone Like Dixie and stuff uh, or Anybody uh, uh, John Gabark I mean I still once in a while talk to him uh, Dixie like not much at all But I don't have no ill will towards So I don't think she has any towards me either I don't, There wouldn't be, there shouldn't be um, But I, I've moved on, I mean it's fine I mean I don't think they meant to do that with the money And I wasn't the only one There was several people that was uh, There was, you know, like I said a cash flow issue So, um, you know And the money was uh, so I, wanna, <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into it <laughs> So I'm stopping myself Because I just, you know, it's not I don't need to go out in here and do an expose on the, on the deal. Um, anyway, Alan Bryant the third. What do you think when WWE announcers call attention to missed spots by saying they didn't get all of that? Uh, good move on the announcers announced team or not? No, it's not a good move. It's a great move, Alan. That's what you have to do because you can't. Your your credibility is vital as a play by player color commentator. Uh, 
So when you see that something's missed, I don't care if you're a WWE commentator or any other company, you have to, you can't, you shouldn't bury the talent, but you, you know, you, um, you have to point it out because the people see what you see because you look working off your monitor and that's the TV feed or the stream. So if you don't point it out and make notice, you look, you hurt your credibility. If the people telling the story of the show and of the talent, the announcers have no credibility, then it, it, everything goes to shit. I know like I, I would always clear it out with Vince McMahon, you know, before certain shows, not every show, but like just to make sure we're clear, every you know couple of months I'd go over to admit, you know, if there's a missed spot or something, he'd be like, "No, call him out. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Don't don't bury no one." I go, "No, I know." But so I always make sure, like, <laughs> it was cool with that because I was very big into the, you know trying to be as credible as possible, you know, at the desk, you know. I I so that was a like a huge you know huge thing to me, and and it's nice to see that a lot of wrestler talent still do I'm sorry announcers still do that you have to especially in this day and age fans are so much smarter to to the business it's just how people just with the internet and all this and you know all the content covering wrestling <clears throat> you know this fans are you know smarter to how things work and if they see a missed spot they know it's a missed spot they you know so you don't want to you don't want to hurt your credibility and that's what you could do if you don't Call people out and stuff like that So anyway so that's a wrap guys I appreciate you taking the time to check out this episode You know so it's kind of a potpourri Of uh, some Taz Halls uh, Circle Back Jones as we call it And um, from the other day And uh, along with the recent Raw stuff What's going on with Charlotte Flair And against Ronda Rousey And you know what's going on with Becky Lynch 60 Days Jones all this stuff So we'll see we'll see how it evolves I appreciate you downloading and subscribing guys I'll talk to you soon I'm Taz you're not See ya